Hey Zen friends, welcome to Crazy Zen Life. I'm your host, Brittany Swan. And I'm your host, Shannon Kessler. Join us as we navigate life on and off our yoga mats. This is a podcast about mom life, boss life, and body life. Real conversations about self-discovery and the journey of becoming more mindful in this crazy Zen life. Thanks, lady. Welcome back to the social catch-up. This is when Brittany and I go through our deep dive of what caught our attention this week in pop culture. Lots caught our attention today. This week. It did. I'm going to start with a little update because if you've been following along on the Crazy Zen journey, you know that I have had a mouse in my house for the past month, I'm going to say, give or take, maybe a little bit longer. And last week, um, we... Trapped the mouse in the closet, but the weekend had kind of gotten away from us. We just didn't have time to go like mouse chasing. So we were like, oh God, we've got to do something about this damn mouse. So wait, 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 wait. wait. So it was (laughs) trapped. So you had trapped it Uh in an enclosure. Yes. And then chased it into the closet. We rolled up a towel, put the towel underneath the door frame. You know, so like that little gap between the floor and the door, we rolled up a towel and put it in there. And then we put two like really heavy boxes against all of it. So like it couldn't push its way out and it couldn't like, there was no way this mouse could like squeeze underneath the towel. So yeah. Monday I was like, we've got to get rid of this mouse. Like we've got to fit, we've got to find it, get it out of here. So Dan and I are, you know, we got gloves on. Long pants, long shirts, the tennis racket out, like <laughs> we're ready to go. I've got this like big plastic, you know, like storage crate and we're like slowly taking things, you know, out of the closet. And I noticed I, <clears throat> excuse me, I unrolled the towel and that little fucker had eaten a hole through the beach towel. You know, like those are thick too. And I was like, oh, God damn it. Did it get out? But like, there was no evidence that it had gotten out through that hole. Like it would, it chewed through a hole, but then it like was met with like another layer of towel and there was no hole in that part. So I was like, I don't know. I think he's still in here. So we're I feel like, like, this is like, so like Shawshank redemption. Like you're like going <laughs> to peek around the poster and like, he has gotten like a little rock, rock hammer and like, like chiseled his way out. Because like, it, at some point, I'm like, don't they chew the through the wall? Like, they chew through things, right? Like, this is how they get in and out of places. So I'm like, oh, my God. So we legit take everything out of this closet. And I didn't realize we had been storing so much shit in this closet. Like, there was a box, Brittany, from the very first day we moved into that house. I was like, that's where this box has been. We've been in the house 10 years. That box has been in that closet for 10 years, untouched. Nobody's What's been through it. Well, we went through the box. It had like Dan's old yearbooks in it. It had some random ass pictures from our wedding that somebody blew up to like eight by 10. I'm like, what is this? Um, Newspaper clippings, old birthday cards, just like a hodgepodge in a box. And like we're going through everything like jackets, taking everything down. And I'm like, where? You never know. You could be in a pocket. Exactly. Like, where is it? So we take down this like, a canvas box that we keep like hats and scarves and stuff in and Dan's like going through it you know like one by one son of a bitch jumps out of the box and like lands on Dan's arm and then jumps back into the closet and we're like ah! <laughs> like screaming like oh my, god, oh my god so then we like we put the crate like back up to um the the door frame and we're like, where is it? Where'd he go? And he's, I'm like, he's got to be hiding somewhere. Like, you know, there's no place for him to hide in the closet. Like he's got to be in here somewhere. And we're just like slowly moving things out of the way. Eventually we get everything out of the closet and the, the mouse isn't there. And I'm looking, I'm like looking, I'm like, is there a hole in the closet? Like, where did he go? What the fuck? What this mouse do? And I was like, it, he had to have gotten away. And <clears throat> so we, put you know start moving things around and we notice that he's in the hall room bathroom and we're like motherfucker okay got it so we take the crate and we go in there and dan just starts taking the tennis racket and like you know banging on the walls <laughs> like moving things out of the way jumps out from behind the plunger <laughs> no less and runs you're gonna hide somewhere the pattern's plunger yeah <laughs> and runs right into the the plastic crate so i put the lid on and push it down and i'm like we got him we got mouse for stepping he's been captured and dan immediately looks at me and he's like shannon this thing's cute and i was like no 
no, damn, we are not keeping this rodent. And I looked down and I was like, oh, he, he was cute. so cute. He was very cute. Little big ears. Big ears. Big ears and this little big, he like this little snout, cute little tail. And that fucker could jump, man. Like it's tiny. I'm, I'm going to post a picture so you guys can see what we've been working with here. But the mouse, he's cute, but he could jump. Like he would jump and he would hit the top of the crate. And I'm like, dang, he's got some ups in there. So after Dan and I have decided, we're like, okay, I can't kill him. You can't kill him. We got to get rid of this thing. We get in the car and we drive four miles down the road to a field. And we release the mouse into this field. And I'm like, I think he's going to have a good life there. And if he doesn't, it's not on us. Like we, we're good. So I come back, I call my mom, I tell her we caught the mouse. And she's like, well, how far did you take him away? I'm like four miles. She's like, Shannon, that's not far enough. I'm like, what are you talking about? She's like, mouse mice have excellent sense like memories and they want to go to the last place they created a nest and i was like no mom that's not true she's like shannon look it up no shit i looked it up and you're supposed to take mice like seven miles from your house if you want to release them if not they will make their way back to your house and i was like you got to be kidding. And in the article, it says the only way to get rid of a mouse is to kill it. And I was like, oh, this is a morbid article. <laughs> I feel that maybe the traumatic experience of Dan and the racket. Like, <laughs> I don't, I don't, I don't, don't want to go back there. Maybe a happy place anymore. I don't know. Maybe I don't know. Georgie, maybe the bath towel. I don't know. Well, you that's know. the thing. Georgie sat on the, the damn couch the entire time, just watching us. Like she had no interest in it's helping like she's us. Like you're doing it wrong. Mm-hmm. You're she's doing like, it wrong. <laughs> I did my job, mom. I trapped it into the, into the closet. Now look at you too. You can't even catch a mouse. Her judging Not eyes. shocked by that behavior. No, she just it's sat there and watched. It's like, <laughs> we're not keeping it. Are we? <laughs> that too, I'm like, you, you did kind of your job, but you should have done like three weeks ago. That, right. That's what I said. I'm like, listen, I know you did it, but like, you're a little late. You had one job. One job. She's like, I was busy. I was very busy chewing like, on my nails. I can't protect you from Amazon drivers and catch a mouse. <laughs> I don't get paid enough for this. And I, I, you know, I can't fuck up the windows alone. Okay. Right. <laughs> I just I have too much on my plate. It's too much. Too much. Well, there's a lot. To, there's too much on our outline here, and I can't wait to get into it. But I did have this thought because we haven't even touched on Halloween because Halloween was last weekend. That's right. It was. Yes. We've been so busy this week, and I thought it was a pretty epic holiday. Yeah. How about we, you? I we had a great time. We had a great Halloween. The kids had a good time. We brought the tailgate trailer back in the driveway. It was you know pretty nice weather, um, and it was great. I mean, we had a really really nice time. It was one of those things that like I feel like Halloween gets me every year. It comes. I mean, I know it's not going to change the dates what it no. is, but like it always sneaks up on me, and I'm like, man, okay, we're in it. We got this. Yeah, I feel like I, I get prepared, and then I just get. Oh, okay. I did that much. And then I have time to do the rest. And then I don't do the rest like that yeah. kind of mentality. Um, this was the first year that my kids, all my kids, well, the boys wanted to be something kind of creepy, mm-hmm. um, instead of something like playful and cartoon ish. Um, I thought that was very interesting that I think that, you know, there's a crossover in ages and, um, I definitely kind of entered into that Luna's still there. So I can hold on to that, yeah. but, yeah. but the boys really wanted to embrace their creepy, um, demonic side which i was like way to go <laughs> way to go dark way to go dark uh, yes i know mm-hmm. uh lots of i saw i just see some other creepy costumes there were a lot of like zombie fill in the blank so i'm gonna say like zombie mm-hmm. cheerleader zombie tennis player zombie whatever one of my friends and i know she listens to the podcast one of my friend's daughters was a murder minion so oh. she she had like a minion costume her her makeshift minion costume which is like a yellow shirt and overall shorts but her daughter created a like gash or bullet wound in her forehead all by herself that I'm not joking I was like mad props to you girl because it looked like Hollywood makeup did it she's told her mom exactly what she needed and she did it all herself that's impressive. My friend was like, I can't, I could never do that. <laughs> Even the blood dripping down was so realistic. I was, I, I was amazed. 
I can't post this picture because it's a child, but, um, but I will, uh, I'll have to share it with Shannon, but I was, so I'm, I'm amazed at these children that are just like dedicated. <laughs> They're like, it needs to look real blood, mom. Like you gotta get the syrup. You gotta get the dye. <laughs> she had like a spray bottle of blood. It, it was interesting. Yeah. I, I do get impressed, like how quick it kids like latch on to like the, the death side of Halloween, or at least that's like the, the dark angle you could take Halloween. Like, cause there was a kid that came, I mean, she's, this girl is maybe like seven, eight. She was a dead unicorn. I was like, Oh, okay. What's and she said unicorn? it and she looked me dead in my eyes. And I was like, Oh, this is fine. What is this? She's like, I'm a dead unicorn. And I was like, Oh, and she was completely dead behind her eyes. And I was like, I'm not sure how to respond to that. Okay, got it, got it, got it. And there was two other parents standing next to me and they're like, that got dark really fast. <laughs> I was like, I, know, I don't know what to say. I don't know. <laughs> I know, I know. Um, my son was one of those deadpanners. Like Wyatt decided to be a joker, mm-hmm. but like the joker from like the dark night. Mm-hmm. And um he wanted he we put the makeup on I didn't put it on creepy enough for him actual Halloween day but we went to a Halloween party the night before and it looked spot on but I mean he he kept character when he had his costume on he was in character the entire time like never 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 left it and his commitment to it was impressive um I laughed at that but then I also laughed at like I mean we went to this party and there was a lot of different little things that you could do you could do the bounce house you could do the balloon, like make your, uh, the guy that made balloons and, um, there was a bubble show. Do you want to know what the kids gravitated to the most? The creepy clowns, the creepy clowns. And they were creepy. They walked uh, real creepy. Like one of them was like a, a clown doll and oh. she would just walk up to you and you wouldn't even know it. And she would come up to you and just stare at you and not leave because the more you got uncomfortable, the longer she stayed. <laughs> and that's what the kids loved. Like the most they wanted to like one of them, I guess, wanted, I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. I, it was weird. So yes. Um, I think our children are a little dark, a little dark. <laughs> yeah. And the Halloween just shines the light on the darkness. That's <laughs> gives them an outlet to pour blood on your face. And that's cool. Yeah. <laughs> You do, you do. Okay. I know. Well, what do right, we got uh, uh, today's uh, social catch-up, right? What do we got going on? All right. Up first, well, we have a, we have a few little dramatic things, but this isn't so dramatic. Kim Kardashian is dating, question mark, Pete Davidson. We don't know. Lots of rumors going around there. Even the most, the latest update from last night. Dun, dun, dun. Uh, Gigi Hadid and Zayn Malik call it quits for good, but there's drama within the familia. Um, the housewives go to Dubai. Mm-hmm. I'm very, I can't wait to see how this transpires, but they're going global. And we touch on what Andy Cohen and the franchise have to say, as well as Britney Spears kind of gives a virtual B slap to the mom and why it was recently taken down. All right. We got Sorry. a lot to hop into. So got a lot, got a lot. All right. Starting with first. the picture that went viral on the internet, we get a picture of Kim Kardashian squeezing the life out of Pete Davidson's hand on a roller coaster. And when I got to see this pic for the first time, I was like, oh, I didn't hate it. I didn't hate Pete didn't with hate Kim. I was like, hmm, okay. Okay. I don't okay, hate okay. Pete with like anyone. I, and he gets like a bad rap, but we'll, we'll, okay, we'll start, we'll touch first on like the picture, like, cause it was like a stern grasp and it looked like they were having a lot of fun, but like you're going down on a roller coaster. So I mean, like, how can you have any other reaction other than this? But yeah. I was loving it too. I was a fan. Yeah. I was a fan. Now I'm not sure I believe that this is like a dating situation. I think they might just be having a good time for a hot minute and, you know, seeing what all the, uh, allure of pete davidson is which i hear is quite an attractive one when you get down to it um apparently pete is i heard well well loved by the ladies Um, well loved well loved yeah and uh you know listen kim wants a good night out just having a good time with no strings attached i say kim get out there and find out if the rumors are true well and Let's look at Pete's dating past, okay. which I thought this was, this was uh, some heavy hitters here. Like, yeah. and I didn't know about all of these because I don't always keep up with what Pete's doing because he seems to kind of 
dip in and out a lot. Um, but most recently, Phoebe Denever, I guess. Mm-hmm. I never watched Bridgerton, so I don't really. You I haven't really, watched Bridgerton? I never watched it. Sorry. I know that's my thing. But um, honestly, well, you should watch it just for the music. If nothing, I mean, there's obviously other things that will keep you like coming back. But like they do such a great job of doing like today's hits, but sneaking them in through like violins and like string quartets. Oh. And it's really cool. I mean, if you're not into like softcore porn, then maybe stick around for the music. <laughs> yeah, I just never, I never push play, but I will now. Maybe I will. Then I'll ha- I'll be like really late to the game. Um, Kaya Gerber is Cindy Crawford's daughter, which I was like, wow. I looked at pictures of her. I didn't. Again, I'm not really well versed in the this um younger crowd. But wow, she's absolutely stunning. Mm-hmm. Margaret Qualey, Kate Beckinsale, which those pictures have recently resurfaced, um, <laughs> being like, hey, do you remember when Pete was with Kate yeah. Beckinsale? I mean, wow, that, <laughs> that just kind of blows your mind. I mean, that's a, that's yeah. a big time star. Uh, Cassie David, Larry David's daughter, and they dated for a long time. This was probably the longest relationship to date that he actually had. Um, this was one that they thought they were going to get married and all that kind of stuff. Um, Carly Aquilo? I don't know who this is. So Aquilino? Uh, yeah, I don't know who that is. Um, and then uh, obviously the most notable is he was engaged to Ariana Grande. So yeah, that's a lot. That's a lot. And I mean, these one, they're, they're beautiful. I mean, there's not Gorgeous. anybody on this list that you'd be like, mm, okay. I mean, and Pete is one of those, I think Pete is an acquired taste. Like you see him and you're like, eh, maybe not. Or you're immediately drawn to him or you're like, Mm, it's a slow warm to get there. And I think he might also have one of those really engaging personalities that like the more you get to know him, the cuter he gets. I feel like that's kind of where Pete falls into. And I think a lot of SNL characters are not characters, um, actors or comedians kind of fall into that same category where it's like, God, you know, Jason Sudeikis is a, a great example. Like you wouldn't look at him and be like, he is super attractive, but the more he tells his jokes and you see his personality, you're like, okay, okay. I get it. He's cute. Or Jimmy Fallon, even I feel like for me falls in that category big time where, you know, I think he's hot mainly because I think he's really funny and that just kind of elevates his attractive level. Um, but I think in this situation, I think it's, it's kind of that same thing where Pete Davidson's just, uh, you know, hitting with these heavy hitters. And I'm like, all right, but where do you go after? I mean, again, do I think that they're dating? No, I don't. I don't really think this is like a real like dating. This is going to be a long stint. I think this is going to be, you know, a couple fun nights, maybe some dinners here or there. I mean, you, you went to dinner on Staten Island. Yeah. But they were seen out last night yeah. in New York. In New York. Yeah. Like, but not, yeah, like in Manhattan. So that could be something. I mean, it could be. I'm not, you know, listen, if I'm wrong on this, I'm wrong on this, but I wouldn't expect to see Pete Davidson become, you know, North's dad anytime soon. (laughs) I don't think it's going to be like the next commitment level, but like if they're in for a good time and they're just like here for a little you know, just here for a good time. I just don't feel like that. Yeah. I do think he's an engaging personality. Um, I think he's, I mean, he's, he's just like self-deprecating and kind of calls himself out on stuff, even like in the, the, the Sony or smart water, um, commercials. I think that's pretty, I mean, it's, it's, he's in on his own joke, which I'm always a big fan of, mm-hmm. but I just kind of, the way that he presents himself and the way that Kim Kardashian presents herself, I'm like, I just don't, doesn't match because at least with, uh, Courtney and Travis Barker, it's kind of like an unspoken camaraderie, but like, I couldn't see that with these two. I'm like, it doesn't, it's not hitting the same. So. Right. 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 I'm like, I'm not, I'm not completely sold on it, but I will watch from Mm -hmm. afar with my goggles (laughs) and, uh, and be all up on it. (laughs) And if there is like any kind of like serious commitment, it won't last. I will say that. Yeah. No, I don't think this is going to be a committal, like long-term commitment by any means. No, 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 no. Speaking of lack of commitment, <laughs> Gigi Hadid and Zayn Malik call it quits. Is it for good? It seems like it is after this heavy altercation between Zayn and Yolanda, Gigi Hadid's mother. So it's still a little unclear about exactly what happened. I don't think we'll ever quite know the story. But um, according to the reports, it seems that Yolanda entered Zayn and Gigi's home. It seems to be unannounced in an um, altercation 
happened and Yolanda is pressing charges. And according to some reports that it does seem like Zane has um, said he said guilty to one of them instead of all four. Yeah, I read um, something that he had been that he had pled guilty to. There's four charges against him and he's pled guilty to one of them. So I think it it has been. um, So apparently this happened late September. Um, Mm -hmm. So I think on September 29th is when the altercation happened. Um, On September 30th, there was a fan account for Gigi's that said that she left um, Paris early didn't mention why, but they were the fan account says, you know, please give her and her family time while they're going through, you know, some personal matters. And that's kind of like that was left at that. And now it's coming out that it looks like that her leaving Paris early coincided with this incident happening between Zane and Yolanda. Now that seems to that was September and we're now in November. So I'm not sure what happened in the meantime, but I've heard a couple different podcasts about this um, this week. And it seems that Zane came out earlier this week stating that there's, you know, that he wishes that he could keep family matters private, but it doesn't look like that's the case for everybody in the family. I'm paraphrasing all of this. Um, But um, it looks like Yolanda he was insinuating that Yolanda leaked this news to the press and that it's coming out and he wanted to kind of get ahead of it before it came out. So um, I think, you know, I don't know if we'll ever find out like full details what happens, but there has been an account um, that the argument did occur between um, Malik and Yolanda. And when she came into the house, um, allegedly, he called Yolanda a fucking Dutch slut and he ordered her to, quote, stay away from my fucking daughter, end quote, and then, quote, the fucking sperm that came out of my fucking cock, end quote, and then shoved her, pushed her into a dresser, um, causing her mental anguish and physical pain. Now, I do not condone violence against women in any way, shape, or form. I don't think that there's ever a time where putting your hands on somebody is how you solve a problem. I just don't think that that's the case. And that's, you know, that's just an absolute not for me in my book. Um, I have heard accounts that Yolanda can be difficult to deal with. And again, I don't follow her. I, I know that you said that you, uh, you liked her when she was on Real Housewives. Um, but she did seem very particular and what she liked. She seemed very vocal and how people should live their life. And she was very vocal to her daughters about how they should live their life. So it does kind of fit and it's on brand. This kind of uh, her barging into a house, probably, you know, I don't know how it started out ended, but if it were me and I had a periscope into the house, I bet that she was probably telling Zane, like how to be a good dad or whatever. You need to do this. You need to do that. I feel like the pre- that probably took place just judging by previous behaviors and there's a lot of tiktoks out there that exposed yolanda for these things um i saw a few of them on instagram and (laughs) there's like there's like a nine-part series and it's called like why yolanda is a monster and it was like i only made it to part four like one was about almonds and how Gigi called yolanda and said i'm feeling really sick um i think i need to eat more i guess and this was this is probably like 2000 17, 16, something like that. And, um, and she's like, well, how many almonds did you eat? Maybe just eat four almonds. Instead of being like, won't you you eat? Yeah. Yeah. So that was like the one that stuck out of my head. Um, it's just like, it's just things like that. It's just, it's weird. Yeah. It is. It's very weird. Now this isn't really a couple that has ever been on my radar. I think we were talking about this earlier that you know, just doesn't seem to come up on my radar. I think Gigi and Bella are gorgeous models. They, you know, they've walked their walk and they've done their things and I think it's great. And, you know, that's, I honestly didn't really know who Zane was outside of, he was in the same band with Harry Styles, One Direction. Isn't that right? But outside of that, like, I don't know what he does. Is he still sing? Is he still? Yeah, he does a song. I don't want to live forever oh okay yeah i like that song i mean it's like 2016 2017 but 
I don't know what he's doing now. I'm sure he's doing something. I think yeah. that he's probably producing DJ and writing songs and stuff like that behind the scenes. I did. I do remember them when Gigi first got pregnant. She definitely took a more of a Kylie approach and went in hiding was, I mean, she was never seen very few pictures and um, public appearances of her while she was pregnant. So again, I don't know if that was like for her mom, for herself through Zane, like an agreement, but she opened up to certain magazines said like that was very important to her. And especially after her daughter was born to keep it very, very private. So I think that that kind of coincides with Zane's um, Twitter statement, as he says, like, as you all know, I'm a very private person and I very, very much want to create a safe and private space for my daughter to grow up in. So I think that that's, and the fact that he kind of even put out a statement, I was kind of, I was kind of shocked because that's, I mean, judging by what he's previously, his behavior, it's kind of. Yeah. And that's the, this, um, cause it's a full statement and we can link this, um, in the show notes, but it was from his notes app, um, when this was released. So we know how those notes app apologies go. Um, you know, I'm not sure who wrote this or who didn't get to take a chance to look at this. Cause I'm like, I'm pretty sure your publicist would have been like, mm, timing on this is not so great. So this got released as he's finding out, I think that he's getting a heads up like, Hey, this is going to hit you know, media outlets soon, just letting you know, this is something that's going to come up. So I think he was like, oh shit, he's trying to get ahead of this before the damage control can't be, you know, manipulated or before it's, you know, it's all too gone too fast. So, you know, the, again, I don't know much about how this is going to play out, but I do feel like this has a, um, if you feel like you have to get out and ahead of a story, then I'm pretty sure that you're not innocent in it's not gonna fare well for story. you yeah so it's like okay okay because i mean yolanda's not an idiot she knows how to play you know the the media um if you think she doesn't have photos of what happened i think that would be a pretty naive thought because there's no way that she's gonna get back into a corner get pushed and not have some type of you know documentation where she comes out looking like well look what happened to me this is what's going on. Mm-hmm. She, she's not going to back down. No, she's not backing down. No, she's like Elton John. She's like, I ain't backing down. All right. All right, moving on. I'm really excited about this next story. So earlier this week, Andy Cohen announced, along with the Bravo franchise, that uh, the housewives are going to Dubai. So I thought this was so interesting because they're finally going global, global. Mm-hmm. I thought, they, oh, wait, did they do one in London? Was I wrong? I don't remember. I um, they did, but it wasn't. I don't think it was housewives. It, it was maybe housewives. It was ladies of the lords of ladies of London, I think, or something. Something like that. Yeah, yeah. you're right. It. I just because I was like, oh wait, maybe it's not completely global. I mean, I know there's like other spinoffs from this, but I don't know if it. I, but this is under the housewives umbrella, which okay. is Andy Cohen's baby. So, um, he seems to be super excited. He's gone on record or his uh, press release is saying that everything's bigger in Dubai. I could be more excited to launch Bravo's first international housewife series in, in a city I've been fascinated with by for years with an outsetting group of friends as our guides. Um, and the official release from Bravo is we're going global. The real housewives of Dubai are coming to Bravo network announced on uh, Monday, November 1st. The newest housewife series will shine a light on a group of women navigating their relationship careers and supremely lavish and ultra wealthy lifestyles in the United Arab emigrant emirates, right? Is that mm-hmm. you say it? Yeah. Emirates. Okay. Mm-hmm. okay. I think this is so interesting on multi levels because, and I'll tell you why I do think that the franchise took a hit through the whole Erica Jane stuff. I know that a lot of it has jumped the shark for me. Like, I don't watch the housewives like I used to. I think that initially why we became just so involved and allured into this is because of the extreme, like opulent kind of lifestyle. And I think that he's really trying to pivot it back to that instead of like the legal drama and stuff. I think that Andy Cohen's very smart to do this. I think it is heavily, he's hedging his bet on, because I think a lot of this has um, had a negative effect. And I think like other other housewives having legal issues and drama around it, um, I think he's trying to pivot. 
Yeah. I mean, the franchise that I'm currently really involved with right now is the Housewives of Salt Lake City. I find them to be very interesting. Um, but there is a, a housewife on that show who is in federal court right now uh, dealing with money laundering causes. And that is, I mean, it's interesting when you see how this all gets played out on screens, much like the Erica James things where you're like, how much did we see, but we didn't know what we were looking at type deal. Right. So it's like, ugh. so I think it's smart for Andy to take, um, kind of take a, a pivot from where we are here. Now you can't, you can't not focus on the housewives that have created the brand. So like, you know, New York and, um, you know, OC and Beverly Hills. And like, I mean, these women, they're not in Potomac, like there are people still invested in these franchises. So it's not like you can just turn the table and be like, just kidding. We're not going to do anything, you know, U.S. stateside anymore. But I think going global to Dubai, like where else are you going to get this insane amount of money that just drips, you know, with expensive tastes? Like that's, mm -hmm. I'm going to watch because I, I am fascinated by money of that caliber where it's just like, Oh my God. I am too. What? I'm definitely going to be tuning in just for like those reasons, because I do want to see how different culture navigates, um, those kind of extremes. Um, I do want to see things like just taken up a notch. Um, and, but in other franchises, not just the Dubai one, they're bringing back other, other housewives that are notably more wealthy, like Heather Dubois is coming back. She's coming back to the OC. Um, and they're bringing in some new, some new blood that is more, um, along that caliber. Okay. So it's going to be interesting Yeah, because he yeah. said that's, that's the big push right now is to bring it back to like the, the original playbook. Cause I think the, the old, this new, this new style, like, Oh, I think we got a little out of hand. Like yeah. maybe they lean too far into it. <laughs> well, it is, I mean, it's interesting. Cause I mean, when you look at like the real housewives as a series, it's a housewife. Like how many housewives actually have jobs? Well, quite a few. When you look at like what these women have gone on to do, it's like maybe they started staying home, but then they found what they were passionate about and now they want to make a business. So it's it's really been interesting to watch how the women are, you know, whether it's running a foundation or it's running their business or like whatever, some whatever they're trying to cultivate within the show they've done it. Like a lot of them have their own spinoff brand. So it, it's been interesting to watch how this franchise has taken the term housewife and really just, that's just the name of the show. It's not really what they are. So I'm curious when they go to Dubai, um, you know, it, how are women treated in Dubai? Are you, you know, premiered? Are you, is it more of a luxury to stay at home or do you really need to be doing things outside of the home as well? So it's going to be interesting to see how this gets played out within a housewives franchise. Yeah. Like what's your label, which, what is there, uh, like a tier program almost, is there a status symbols? Like what's the status symbols of that? Like, if you have this, that means this, I'm very interested in that. Yeah. Um, maybe you're called a certain thing. I don't know. It's, there's just so many facets. So I'm, I'm, I'm excited to tune in. I think in this part of the world also fascinates me ever since sex and city too. So mm -hmm. I was like, Oh my gosh. So yes. And, um, what other movie was there that was about, oh, I can't remember, but I've been very fascinated with this lifestyle. So, um, another question I did have, I don't know if we want to touch on it, but like, it is also a safety issue most recently that the franchise has been talking about, um, after, uh, Dorit Kemsley, was robbed um, at gunpoint in her own house recently. And I thought, and I thought the story was very, was very, very, very troubling um, that her husband was not in the home and she awoke to a man or two men standing over her. I mean, that talk about a, that is what the worst nightmare of the, of the world. And she immediately exclaimed like, please don't hurt me. I'm a mother. Please don't hurt my children. Um, one, she has reportedly said that one of them said, you need to kill her, but they did not. They ransacked the house for 20 minutes and then left, um, making out with tons of jewelry and handbags mostly. Um, so it just goes like, but she has been very open with her lifestyle, um, about how much she has and taken tours of her closet. Um, and most recently, like she did post a video of, of a tour of her closet and how she pays pure retail for everything because she doesn't want, um, anyone saying to say, having to say in what she wears. So I don't know. It's very interesting. It's just like, it's like, how much do you want to, how much should they share? Is this going to be an issue? 
you know? Yeah, I agree. And that, it, that takes me back to, you remember when Kim was in, Kim Kardashian was in Paris and she got That's robbed. Exactly what I thought. Yes. Yeah. She's of those millions all these of dollars. Right. And she's posting it in real time. And, you know, they were like, you made it really easy. Like we found, we knew exactly where you're going to be because you tell us everything about your life and every, you know, in real time. So it does, I mean, it, it is, you would, one would hope that, you know, you would just, again, I would hope that people wouldn't want to rob and I would hope that that would be the case. But obviously that's, you know, you have to be realistic about what you're putting out there and what people are, you know, they're going to be mean people that are going to be doing shitty things. That's just unfortunately how we live. Um, so it's like, okay, well, then you need to take it upon yourself to be like, okay, what am I putting out there? I need to be responsible for, for the content that I'm putting out, but I also need to be protective of myself, my family, and like what's important to you. Is it your house? Is it your closet? Or is it your family? Like, so taking those measures and making sure that you have things put in place that keeps safety at the forefront if you're going to be in a public, um, public eye like this. Yeah, and she was robbed just hours after the release of the third reunion episode so I don't know if she was because I don't I don't follow her on IG um so I don't know if she was posting stories that she was home um I don't know if she was posting things about her lifestyle within hours of that I don't know but that's when the attack happened so um it just raises questions because if this is happening you know overseas I know that there's security and stuff like most places but it just you know makes you kind of wonder like should you be doing this like yeah. it just it just puts a lens into your life and then you know any exposure kind of leads into some kind of danger at least so just food for thought good point that's a good point what's our next story so our next story this is one that Brittany and I sent back and forth to each other earlier this week. We're like, oh, shit. Brittany Spears is on one and she does not care who she takes down with her in the process. So yeah. earlier this week. What was she on? First of I, all, did she yeah. take too much CBD oil? I think she's just on a um, I am woman, hear me roar. That That's the pill that she's on right now because she's just like got control of her Instagram and she don't give a fuck what she puts out right now. <laughs> but her and lawyer was like, what? Maybe we should. <laughs> you come from like a therapy appointment or talking with your bestie or something and you just all turned up and you're just like, you know what? Fuck this shit. Right. I, I think that that's time what she was. None of it. Yeah. I think that. I mean, because it was posted like during like not a late night post. It was a, you know, a, a regular hour, like in yeah. the evening. So, I mean, well, so it, I'll re- hang on. But it comes off the heels of her dad officially filing to end the conservatorship. Oh, correct. Yes. Yes. Okay. That's a good point. Um, I'll read it to you. The moment I smile and realize, oh, I'm sorry. I, I missed one cute because uh, it, it went along with like a meme and I didn't take a picture of what the meme said. I just took a picture of the, the comment. Do you have that? Um, hang on here. Uh, no, I don't actually have that. It was something like, don't trust a smile of a woman or something. Correct. And the reason that we're having trouble finding it is because she took the, it has been deleted. I don't know if she took it down or her camp took it down, but this post has been deleted. So that's why I'm like, I was like, Oh, this coin. Cause it, it had a, um, I'm going to read the caption, but the post said something different. So I'll go ahead and, and, and bear with me because reading Britney Spears, um, com- captions sometimes are really tricky. So the okay. moment I smile, I found the meme. I, I found the okay. meme. It says, the most dangerous animal in the world is a silent, smiling woman. There you go. That's there right. Go. Now you yes. have context. Okay. So yeah. So then she she leads with that, and this is the caption. Again, bear with me. The moment I smile and I realize I haven't in a long time. My mom gets so concerned and says, "You're acting weird. What's wrong with you?" I say, "Hi, my name is Brittany Spears." Dot dot dot. Nice to finally meet you. Exclamation point. Exclamation point. <laughs> Before I go any further, forgive me in advance. It's been 13 years and I'm a little rusty. It was a family business before. It's no longer that anymore. I was born today because I get to smile. So thank lots of dots, by the way. Mm-hmm. So thank you for exiting out of my life and finally allowing me to live mine. Psst, don't do I know, do do I know how mean I sound? Yes. I one billion percent do. Lots of emojis. Psst, my dad may have st- 
I guess that's what she's trying to do. Yeah, I couldn't tell if it's like PSSSS or if it's like, oh, like, I can't I don't decide know. if it's like, I can't yeah, either. It's like, it's, it's yeah. like, I got a secret or right. PSSSS, like, I've got more to say. I, okay. Okay. My dad may have started the conservatorship 13 years ago, but what people don't know is that my mom is the one who gave him the idea. I will never get those years back. You secretly ruined my life. And yes, I will call, I will call her and Lou Taylor out on it. So take your whole, I had, I have no idea what's going on attitude and go fuck yourself. Lots of flick off emojis. You know exactly what you did. My dad is not smart enough to ever think of a conservatorship, but I think, but tonight I will smile knowing I have a new life ahead of me. Okay. That's a lot. (laughs) Again, it's (laughs) since been deleted. So I'm glad that we were able to capture it a little bit because, um, there's not a lot of record out. We don't have record of it on her IG anymore. So we are wondering why it was taken down. Maybe her lawyer was like, pause. Love it. Love where you're going, but we need to back it up a little bit. Yeah. I, cause I, again, I always get really leery of how the legal system can take and twist um, a situation and people. And they're like, mm, but according to the law, if we look at it through this lens, which would be a really hard pivot to do it, then you look like the asshole. And it's like, wait a minute, that's not what happened. Like, how did you just completely contort what was going on? So I could see this being like something that her lawyer is like, mm, there could be some defamation of character in here. And, you know, if you're a good lawyer, you can probably get that out of somebody. So for her to be like, I finally get to say what I need to say, or here's what I want to say. And then I have to take it down because it's too much. It's like, fuck you and fuck everybody else who has a problem with this because for 13 years, I've had to take it up my butt on how you people want to do this stuff. And I'm done. I'm out. Or they really do have a lot on Lou Taylor and they don't want him to start like going through his files, you know, like, oh, I'm covering his ass. Oh, she's going down. Like she's going fucking down. It's just a matter of how her lawyer is going to wrap this one up in a pretty little bow. But, you know, she also got a bunch of lawyers on her team too that I'm sure looking at this being like, Ooh, this is just bait. And he's like, we don't need to give them any more bait than they already have. So stop that. Stop, stop, stop. It's going to be a lot. It's going to be a lot. I mean, I just, I know that we were talking to. mm -hmm. And she will do it for free. Like she will release this story for free or she'll release it and like give all the money to charity or some shit. Cause she's like, listen, I'm going to show y'all that this is how I want to tell the story. I don't think she's going to ask for one dime. Yeah. I mean, I wouldn't. I wouldn't be surprised if she's like, nope, I don't want any financial gain off of this. This is my story. I just need to tell it because the people who need to be put in the spotlight and like, it just needs to come out like what these people did. And I think Mm -hmm. that that will for her be payment enough. Yeah. Because I think that too, if just doing it for free just speaks louder because it was so about money for so long. And yeah. so she can, and she, so she, it's almost like she can do this the way that she wants to do it without like the monetary, well, oh yeah, well, you, you know, but you did get like so much X amount of dollars for releasing the Netflix stock, you know, whatever. Yeah. And she's like, nah, no. Mm-mm. I mean, I would want Netflix to do the documentary on my life. Right. You know, they'd be doing a superb job. They, and the fact they, that she, they're cutting no they ain't got to pay. <laughs> they ain't got to pay you. I mean, if Dave Chappelle can get 20 million. I mean, could you just imagine what Britney Spears can get? Oh, I, I mean, that mm, this is the most sought after story of our generation. Like, oh, yeah. A hundred percent. Like, I, I mean, I can't imagine what that price tag could would be on this story. Oh, and that reminds me, I didn't put this in our outline, but coming November 19th, I believe, is the release for the undressing of Janet Jackson, a deep dive and look behind the scenes of the, um, nipple gate, mm-hmm. um, of super bowl, 2004, yeah, I, don't remember. Um, I think it's four, I think it's four. Okay. Um, and from what I'm hearing, it is going to be very not Justin friendly. <laughs> well, I hope that it's not because he was able to escape that with like roses and sunshines and it was the downfall of Miss Janet Jackson. So I think I I just hope that he gets what he's deserved. I'll leave it like I that. Think I'll it, let karma set the end. Yeah. Because I think that too, like people are really looking into things like 
I don't want to, I don't want to look away anymore. Like mm-hmm. I can't just enjoy your music. I can't, you know, I don't want to watch your movies because if this is how you got ahead right, and, right. um, he's already kind of scorned. So I'm going to be very interested to see. And I don't think he's a bad guy, but it, you can't overlook the past and what he basically allowed. And again, putting something out on a notes app and saying, you're sorry on a notes app is not okay. Yeah. This is going to be a lot more than a notes app apology, Justin. It's going to be a little more. You're going to need a I've whole a slide Justin. doc ready to go. <laughs> like, <laughs> I've had issues with Justin since the whole Britney Spears release of the documentary. I was like, fuck him. So yeah, yeah. I can't, I can't unsee it. And I'm like, and I get people that want to listen to his music and that's fine, but I'm just, I'm going to, I'm going to push past. Yeah. My choice is to not. Yeah. That's. Yeah, thanks. So last thing we're going to cover, which I'm kind of excited about, is a really funny conversation. It's, and it's a question out to the Zen community. Okay. Um, I had a funny thing that I thought about earlier this week, and it just made me think about all like, it's just about society in general. So the question of the week is what's something that we all do, but is low key embarrassing. And I'll start and give you an example. I was driving in my car the other day and I was like going ham on a Whopper. I love a Whopper. I love an impossible Whopper. They're so good. And I pulled up next to a car and I was like, I felt slightly embarrassed by eating in my car, but also like, I love eating in my car. So I'm like, this is like satisfying, but like kind of shameful. And I pulled up to a car just enough. Like, so the, the person next to me could see me. And then I was like, I wanted them to pull up and they didn't. I was like, common decency, man. Like, you got to pull up. So it's like, <laughs> cause that was embarrassing. So I'll, that was my thing to Shannon. I was like, there's more embarrassing things out there like that we do as a society, but we just do it. And you're like, that's kind of embarrassing. Another one is when you hold open the door, but just long enough. And the other person's like far away enough. So we have to make this weird eye contact and then the other person kind of has to speed up their walk. But then like, are you making eye contact and are they kind of frustrated with you? And it's a weird altercation. Yeah. That <laughs> one always seen. gets me. Cause it's like that. Like you, you put your head down, you do that hurry up walk, but it, you don't want to run. Cause then that makes it even more awkward. Cause you're like, if you have to run, then they held the door open too soon anyway, but you don't want to make them feel an asshole, but then you feel like an asshole. Cause you're not getting there fast enough. And you're like, Oh, it's just so awkward. And then you get there and it's like, thank you so much. <laughs> really appreciate it. <laughs> and you feel like you have to be like overly thank them. Like, yes, thank you. Like they have washed your car or something. I'm like, but it wasn't that way. And I'm like, yeah. Another one for me is um, when you're at the grocery store and you're checking out and there's somebody that like completely tailgates behind you and it's like, they can see everything in your cart and then it's like wow do i i feel like i'm being judged for the amount of you know shit that i'm putting on the yeah it's like all the protos and then like all the package shit and it's like get out of my cart janet like i just want to put my stuff on here not feel judged by you okay okay and when they comment on what you're buying that's the worst yes that's the worst like oh my god i love that or like Mm -hmm. "Mm, i tried it wasn't that good i'm like yes this doesn't happen. I mean, Trader Joe's has its own set of like delightful pleasures. They're like, oh, have you tried this? Have you seen this recipe in this week's flyer? Like this is like, I love those conversations between Trader Joe's employees, but the ones that make me feel really uncomfortable are the ones where like at Kroger, where they'll scan something and like vegan hot dogs, who eats these? And I'm like, uh, I do. because uh, They're in my cart and I'm actually, you're, you just scan them. So clearly- you know who eats them. She's like, I've never had them. Are they good? Like, it's these weird conversations that it's like, <sighs> okay. Okay. Well, you know what? You can try them. Yeah. They're on an aisle that I just picked them up at. So, And the other one that's also kind of annoying is when they look at me for like, do you know how much this costs? I'm like, I don't. I don't actually know how oh my much gosh. that costs, which is I just picked it up and that's what I needed to get. Like, I can give you what I think it should cost. I'm like, my go-to answer is $2.99. They're like, really? That seems cheap. I'm like, well, you asked me. So $2.99 for that four pound watermelon sounds like a great price. So go ahead and read that up. $2.99. Thanks. Do you know how much it was? Yeah, it's about this. Are you sure? 
I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. It's, don't uh, do you have the skew? Scan. I know you have that little Rolodex of items back there. Can you just, you know, scan it through? Don't I, cause I don't know. Like it's, I don't know. Yeah. And then it's like, Corey, can you go check the <laughs> check for this? And then it's like holding up everybody else in the line. It's like you, it's like you're writing a check. That's, exactly. that's, that is yes. what the equivalent is. And there was like, Ugh. yeah, exactly. Well, I didn't barcode everything myself. Right. So I didn't, th- it happens a lot here. I will say uh, it's very, 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 um, popular to not have the right barcodes for anything in any store down here. I'm like, did everyone just miss barcode day? <laughs> you know, they're like, mm, I, I, I can call yeah. in. Yeah. I don't, I don't need to do that. It's overrated. Another weirdly embarrassing thing is walking back to your seat after you bowl. Like mm-hmm. everyone's looking at you. You're like, what? yeah, yeah. You feel like you, you just feel obligated to make some type of comment or like some weird dance back to your seat. <laughs> it's never just like a, it's the weirdest walk. walk. It is a walk. You're right. <laughs> it's very weird. <laughs> um, I always get high levels of anxiety, no matter the weight, no matter the size of my suitcase, getting off the carousel uh, at the airport. I get, I get this weird amount of anxiety. I'm like, I'm like, I will get it. I always want to get it, but I feel like my inner five-year-old comes out. I'm like, I didn't get it. And like, and I feel like I, everyone's looking at me, but no one is. Yeah. But they kind yeah. of are. You kind of do that. Like <laughs> that double dutch of like, I go in, I go out, I go in, I go out. Is yeah. it mine? Is it not? <laughs> oh, is it? Oh, excuse me. Excuse me. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, everyone has to get their luggage off the carousel and it's not embarrassing, but I think it is. So. That's just, I'm going to post this on um, IG later. Like, please weigh in. I think that there's a lot more like weirdly embarrassing things that we do as a society. Oh, and I got one more. This got, this got me just the other day. So I was walking to my car, but I was, and I was actually listening to your Marco, which I don't listen with earbuds in ever because oh, I rarely have them on me. Um, but I turn it down low enough and I put it up to my ear. So it's not like on blast. Like, so I'm, I'm sorry I'm in advance watching- still, Ray. <laughs> no, I'm like, so this is my friend. Um, so I'm walking and the person next to me is also walking to their car, but we're like oddly walking at the same pace. And so I know that she can kind of hear my Marco. So I slow down, but I think at the same time, she didn't want to walk with me too. So she slowed down. So they were like, we're still walking like side by side. And it was like this weird, like, I felt like we should go to lunch together (laughs) kind of mentality. I was like, Hey, you know, and then finally, like literally, because we couldn't get our, one of us wanted to speed up. And then it was, it was this weird thing to where she literally stopped in the parking lot to let me go forward. So we didn't have to walk together anymore. (laughs) It's like the weirdest society thing ever. (laughs) I was like, I I could probably, I mean, like I was coming after a workout, I was huffing and puffing. She was definitely not wanting to be around my huff and puff because she was wearing gloves and two masks. And I was like, okay, get you. Like I'll, I'll, and I was staying away from her, but it was just like this weird pace. <laughs> we were too in sync. <laughs> too simpatico. I love it. I love it. I love it. All right. Well, thanks for tuning in Zen friends. We really appreciate you guys being here um, and checking in for the social catch up. We like doing these. They're super fun. And we really appreciate all of the love you guys have been sharing on the socials. So if you haven't already given us a review or liked it enough to give us five stars, please feel free to do that because we absolutely love when you show us love. We love the pats on the back. We do. Yes. All right. We'll see you next time, some friends. Thanks for sharing your time with us. Help keep the CZL momentum going by rating our podcast and writing a review. If you love what you heard in today's episode, snap a screenshot and post it to your Instagram stories. Don't forget to tag us.